Hello, Parish High School students. This is Evan, and we are about to jump into a prayer practice. This week's prayer practice is breath prayer, and a quick overview of what we're doing here, since this is the first ever episode, uh, we are focusing on one prayer practice a month. So at the end of the year, we will have engaged deeply at least twice a month together, and maybe more than that on our own, with 12 prayer practices. We are pulling these prayer practices from a book called The Spiritual Disciplines Handbook by Adele Calhoun. If this is something you want, let me know, and I will get you a copy. The parish will get you a copy. Uh, We would love to provide this for you. So we are going to kick off this little series here with episode one, and uh, this is on breath prayer. So I'm going to read a quote by Brother Lawrence to kick this off, and then just some stuff from the Spiritual Disciplines Handbook. We'll practice. I'll I'll kind of lead you through a breath prayer practice. And then at the end of this episode, uh, Jordan and I got together over Zoom and recorded a little conversation on breath prayer as well. So if you're interested in in learning a little bit more, at the end of every episode, I, I plan on having a conversation with somebody about the practice at hand. This is meant to be a resource for you. So as you go about your day, as you drive to school, as you ride to school, as you walk through the halls. I don't know if you're allowed to have your cell phones in schools at the halls. Some of you don't even have have halls because you're you're taking classes at home in front of the computer. So maybe this is just something that you want to do in between your classes or at night before you go to bed, in the morning, whenever. There's no wrong time to pray. And most of these practices will fit neatly at any point in the day that you feel led to engage with them. I think that's an important piece to bring up here is that typically we are led to engage in prayer. It is something that we do as we feel led, uh, not something that is required of us. It is not a sin not to pray. It is something that uh, comes from within. It is a drawing. God is drawing us nearer to himself through the act of prayer. So as you feel led and you're curious about new ways of praying or engaging in conversation or sitting still with God, in the presence of God, I hope that this will be a helpful resource for you. The quote that I mentioned earlier from Brother Lawrence is this. Think often on God, by day, by night, in your business, and even in your diversions. He is always near you and with you. Leave him not alone. Okay, so what is a breath prayer? I'm, I'm, again, reading here from the Spiritual Disciplines Handbook. It, uh, the desire for this is to pray a simple, intimate prayer of heartfelt desire before God. The definition is, uh, it is a form of contemplative prayer linked to the rhythms of breathing. One, breathe in, calling on a biblical name or image of God. And the second part of this is breathing out, a simple God-given desire. For example, the one that we've been engaging with is... On the breath in, we say, Jesus, son of David, which is calling on a biblical name or image of God. And then our breath out is, have mercy on me, a sinner. And that is the desire that we are naming, uh, the simple God-given desire. I think it's important to note that it's a God-given desire. Scripture, we've got two passages here that kind of point us in this direction. 
of this being a, a prayer practice for us. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. He has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. That's 2 Peter 1, 3-4. This practice includes repeating a simple one-sentence prayer that begins with the biblical name of God that is meaningful to you. You follow the name with a word or phrase expressing your deep God-given desire. Connect the prayer to your breathing and return to it throughout the day until it becomes a soul reflex. Ooh, that's a fun phrase. A soul reflex. Huh. Interesting. So the fruit of this prayer, if, if you're looking to engage with this prayer and are looking to see fruit in your life because of that engagement, here are some things that you could look for. You keep company with Jesus whether or not you feel his presence. You abide in Christ, opening yourself to constant union all day long. What an invitation that is, opening yourself to constant union all day long. You putting, this is putting into a phrase the deepest desire of your heart and praying out of that desire. Reminding yourself that God is present and living in you. Guarding self-talk so your thoughts, feelings, and behavior flow from an ongoing dialogue with God. You regulate your imagination and fantasy life. Breathing in the life of Christ and breathing out the work of Christ. You develop a rhythm of turning to God at any time of the day. And you develop a constant, inner, unbroken, perpetual habit of prayer. So now that we've kind of got the definition there, uh, established. Let's go ahead and turn to our breath and engage with this breath prayer. So to do this, I typically encourage you as you're sitting in my living room uh, with Grace and David and Keely, we, we sit up straight in a posture with both feet on the ground, our backs straight, hands on our knees or to the side, and take a big deep breath in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And do that a couple more times, just at your own pace. And notice your body start to settle as we pay attention to our breath. We settle into the moment, we settle into our environment. And once we settle, we just want to turn our attention to God. Allow our breathing to return to normal. And with each breath, say a prayer. Let each breath be a prayer. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me. A sinner. 
Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I'm going to leave a couple moments of silence here for you to continue with this prayer on your own. You can pause this podcast and continue this breathing exercise, breathing in and breathing out and expressing and naming your desires to God. And after that silence, after you're through with engaging with this prayer, uh, there's going to be a short conversation that Jordan Warner and I had about breath prayer. So I invite you to return and listen to that as well. Okay, Jordan. So this is our podcast episode for the high school students. Hello, high school students at the parish and anybody else that accidentally finds this thing. Uh, we are talking about breath prayer. This is our very first episode. The high schoolers have been going through different spiritual practices with us. Uh, we're reading directly out of the Spiritual Disciplines Handbook by Adele Calhoun, and we kind of just pick one and stick with it for a month. So throughout the year, we'll have gone through 12 spiritual disciplines, uh, two a month, and I'm, I'm sorry, one a month, and we meet twice a month. So we kind of engage with it twice a month. And this idea is kind of born out of wanting to provide a place for our high schoolers to engage with these practices outside of our physical gatherings. So my hope, my prayer is that if this ever comes to mind and, and somebody is looking for a way to engage with our current or previous spiritual practice that we've gone through, uh, this would be a resource for them. So today's is breath prayer. Jordan, we spent a couple minutes just breathing leading up to recording this together. Oftentimes I think of at the beginning of breath prayers, I I just enjoy paying attention to my breathing. There's something grounding, there's something centering about it. But breath prayer doesn't just mean that as defined uh, from the spiritual disciplines handbook. There's typically actually words associated with a breath prayer as well. Could you would you like to introduce us introduce us to what you know about breath prayer, uh, or would you like for me to read from the spiritual disciplines handbook? Yeah, uh, I will jump in and then you can supplement whatever comes cool. to mind. And I think, first of all, I just love that uh, the high school community of the parish is doing this. Um, I think finding ways to practice prayer and to practice our our faith, our spirituality is what makes it lived and getting it lived is the entire point Uh finding a way to move this beyond theory or theology or doctrine and into something that shows up in the midst of a bad day or a stressful moment or uh, a hope deferred or whatever the case may be uh, feels like this is 
really tangible and practical uh, in terms of giving us a way to lean into prayer. So with breath prayer specifically, yeah, I, I mean, I think you've already spoken to a few pieces of it. And uh, the first thing is just breathing in and of itself is prayer. You know, I think more and more, I love uh, how Eugene Peterson says it. I believe that all of life is prayer. Mm. And that is so different than what I maybe was taught or, uh, uh, you know, used to believe in the sense of, you know, certainly we can do things that are not prayerful, but all of life is a lived conversation with a God who we confess is near to us and is present to us and is uh, with us. And so uh, therefore all of the things that we're doing are, our work and our play and our wondering and our frustration, all of it has a way of being, uh, at least being possible to be channeled into prayer. And so I love breath in that sense, because breathing is just something we do, whether we want to or not, it is like inherent and it is not optional. And uh, when we stop doing it, Mm. we aren't alive anymore. And when we start doing it, we are alive. And I think prayer is very much an analogy to that. Uh, everything's conversation with God. And so, uh, and I think it also is a helpful corrective in the sense of I so often think of prayer as this thing I need to do for this reason, dot, dot, dot. And to be reminded that before prayer does anything, it just is. Before our faith is meant to accomplish or achieve or do anything, it just is. It is a way of being more than a means to accomplish anything. And so as we breathe, I think it's not an accident that there's all kinds of science about what happens to us when we take deep breaths. And we all notice, and certainly this is an area of a lot of growth for me, is like noticing how often I'm holding my breath or shallow breathing. Uh, And that is, you know, if we can pay attention to it, such a indicator of what's going on in me and what is what is healthy and what is not healthy um so first and foremost i think there's just that sense of like beyond anything that is said or done all of our breathing can be channeled into a form of prayer and then to your point there is a tradition of breath prayer that gets more into actual words and i think these are traditionally simple repetitive words that uh we can match to our inhale and our exhale so that As we breathe in, we say some words. And as we breathe out, we say some words and together they form a prayer. And the idea here is to get, uh, not to just say something over and over like a mantra, but actually to get it so repetitive that we begin to bypass our mind. And as you know, the church fathers say, descend from the mind into the heart, we can get to a deeper place. That's where I like, that's where I wanted to pick up in the description from the book is this movement from our minds into our body that happens as we become aware of our breath and and as we enter into a repetitive rhythm, uh, that rhythm is back and forth. And it's like, I've heard somebody describe it this way. Whenever you're learning how to ride a bike, all you can focus on is balancing and riding the bike. It's like if you if you stop focusing on riding the bike, you're going to fall over. You're worried about turning, how to stop. You know, there's so many nuances to riding a bike when you're first learning how you can't pay attention to anything else. And whenever you get better, you've had more practice with it. You you are familiar with the rhythm. You can uh, 
ride with no hands. You can wave at people. You can think about things other than if I'm going to fall at this very moment. And there's something about rhythmic activity that leads us to our bodies in a way where we begin to open up, our, our awareness begins to open up uh, to new things. I really like that you brought up the conversational piece because conversations uh, done properly or healthy conversations are always uh, two-way. There's It's a two-way street. There is a, a back and forth involved. And so this breathing in, this receptiveness, and then this breathing out, this letting go, this communicating, receiving communication and giving communication comes to mind. Um, it does, it, it, it's hard to put words to the types of revelations or experiences or awarenesses that come from an extended period of, of rhythmic behavior, if you will. Uh, so I, a breath prayer being one of those during the Lenten season last year, I engaged with the breath prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. And so that is the one also that we're doing uh, this month as we begin Lent on Wednesday. And so whenever we meet uh, next with our high schoolers, we're recording this before then, but uh, as they're listening to this, we're on Ash Wednesday and we are leading into the season of Lent. Yeah, I love that you're doing the Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner prayer. Uh, which is traditionally called the Jesus prayer, uh, because I think that is like the most classic breath prayer. There's a great book called The Way of the Pilgrim that talks about a Russian Orthodox uh, person just saying this prayer over and over and over and over and, and how formative that is. And so, yeah, what a perfect Lenten breath prayer to start with in the sense of like it leads us into this season of confession and this reminder that we need mercy and for a long time, I got hung up on that prayer just with the idea of there is something deeper to our identity than that we are sinners, which is that we are beloved. And so, you know, it felt weird to me to name over and over and over a sinner, a sinner, a sinner. But I think what we're saying here is that it is also true that we so often lose our way, that we participate in lesser ways, that we... uh we give ourselves to lesser loves. And so to name that is actually the first step in reclaiming what is the deepest identity of, of being beloved and, and confession in that way comes before repentance. So uh, yeah, I think it's a great practice to lean into during Lent. And that wraps up our first prayer practice, our first podcast episode on breath prayer. We will release a new episode every month, one episode per month. So if you'd like to, you can subscribe to this podcast to be notified about those, and we'll be talking about them as we gather on our Wednesday evening gatherings as well. As you engage with this prayer in this Lenten season, may you become more acutely aware of God drawing you nearer to Him, and... In doing so, express your God-given desires in a way that leads us closer in relationship to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.